Good morning from the heart of New York City. This is Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself That Today, your personal nutritionist, your personal health and wellness coach, your personal fat loss guru, uh, keto advisor, food detective, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for a healthy eating, healthy nutrition, uh, healthy food, diets, fat loss, anything and anything we put on our plates and in our mouth, hopefully to feel great, look amazing, and perform the best on all levels physically and mentally having overflowing abundance of energy. <laughs> As you can see, I have it. I have a lot of it this morning. Um, today, we continue our talk about the book, The Obesity Code, and what I'm, I'm learning from it and what I want to share with you so you could look better and feel better and perform um, better. But also just, you know, some of my thoughts that I have, I've I've accumulated um, through years of my personal and professional experience and just something, you know, I'm thinking about and trying and working with. Anyway, uh, an interesting thought. Fat accumulation or fat loss is not a problem of um, too much of energy consumption or too much of energy or too little of energy consumption in a, uh, in a case of fat loss. Um, fat gain especially is all about uh, energy distribution, not about energy accumulation. And guys, think about it one more time. Fat gain is not the problem of energy accumulation or fuel accumulation in a form of fat, but it's a problem of energy or fuel distribution. What does it mean? Let's think about it. Well, for example, if if you take me and someone obese, uh, if we eat the same amount of food, my body will turn most of that food into muscle or will... Um, will distribute it for uh, different bodily functions, for uh, maybe some um, some recovery work, uh, also will uh, make me feel warmer and will raise my blood temperature and probably will elevate my mood and will uh, elevate my non-exercise activity, right? person who is obese and their metabolism is uh, tuned for weight gain, they will eat the same amount of calories, but their body will put most of those calories into fat storage. And that's the problem I want you to understand. Uh, when it comes to calories in, calories out, you and I, or you know, other two people, can be taking in the exact same amount of calories or food or fuel in actually might be even the same kind of foods, but one body will put that fuel again for raising uh, blood, uh, for raising body temperature, for building muscle, uh, for increasing your activity through different hormonal and non-hormonal signals. And for the other person, uh, all that energy will go into fat storage. And that is the thing that is not... Um, 
but I don't see is often talked about. And what we are doing with our lifestyle, with our exercise, with changing the kind of foods we eat or when we eat, um, with a lot of lifestyle choices that are not related to any kind of calories uh, consumption or calorie expenditure. Uh, what we do with our lifestyle design uh, is we tell our body and metabolism how to spend those calories. So, for example, if you start exercising uh, on a regular basis, training with weights, challenging yourself, it's not that you're going to necessarily spend that much more energy uh, exercising, I don't know, 40 um, minutes or 60 minutes every day. Uh, it's not about that. It's just you're going to give your body the signal how to spend those calories and those nutrients that you consume daily. And this is a very important thing that I want you to understand. The same thing goes, for example, for sleep. Uh, it's proven by many studies that pe people who undersleep consistently or people, for example, who miss uh, one night of sleep, next day, without no fail, people eat more without noticing it just because the body sends the signals to eat more and most of that uh, fuel, extra fuel, will go to fat. Um, that's why it's uh, also important to have a good night's sleep and it's one of the best weight loss strategies that a lot of people really don't think about and underestimate. So again, fat gain, fat accumulation, it's not a problem of uh, energy consumption or overconsumption. A lot of times it's the problem of energy uh, distribution. And that energy distribution part of the equation, uh, you can influence through uh, designing your lifestyle and your food choices properly. Uh, another interesting fact, guys, uh, for those of you who think that uh, exercise, the amount of exercise will make a huge difference uh, in your uh, weight loss progress. Did you know that 95% of energy that your body uses daily is spent on non-exercise activities or metabolic uh I mean, on your metabolism, 95%. And then there are also like non-exercise activity, like when you walk or when you breathe or when you sleep. But most of the calories you consume, 90-95% of it, your body spends on just maintenance, you know, repairing your tissues, uh, uh, cell metabolism, uh, doing all kinds of work, creating different hormones, different proteins that your body needs for functioning. And so, for example, uh, if you spend, uh, I don't know, for uh, an average guy, 2,500 uh, calories is probably average uh, metabolic needs, right? Uh, and then to compare 45-minute walk, uh, you know, average pace will take probably around 100, 100 calories. So 45-minute walk, 100 calories. And you spend around 2,500 calories on just your basic metabolism, you know, for an average person, average guy. So just to compare. So basically, through your lifestyle choices, through different food choices, through, uh, again, lifestyle choices that create different hormonal environment, it's in your interest to increase your metabolism because that's going to take 90-95% of energy that you consume. And eating a low-calorie diet or starvation diet actually can decrease your metabolic rate uh, as much as half, if not more, especially if you're doing really... Um, 
severe calorie reduction for prolonged periods of time. So think about dieting all the time is not in your best interest because your metabolism is going to be slow and you're going to be trying to exercise. But even when you exercise, your body will try to make you exercise less to spend the least amount of calories. And whatever it is you're eating, your body will put into storage if you're starving yourself all the time. So that's why most people who um, lose weight, uh, they, they break their metabolism that is now slower and doesn't come back to normal for a long, long time. That's why a lot of people regain weight with surplus eating the same amount of food they were eating before the diet. Anyway, long story short, again, fat accumulation uh, is not the problem of energy consumption. It's a problem of energy distribution, how your body actually uses what you eat or don't eat. But besides that, uh, what what other factors actually influence that uh, part of equation, how your body distributes fuel? And what you want to do if you want to teach your body to spend more energy on uh, activities, you know, on your uh, body temperature, on, on your body maintenance, on building your lean body mass instead of putting it all into storage. So one thing you want to think about is your cortisol levels. Cortisol is a hormone. It's, it's a stress hormone released by, by body in a stressful situation and it breaks down muscles and it uh, contributes to also uh, raising your blood sugar and your insulin levels. So, um, and insulin is the major hormone when it comes to fat accumulation and uh, uh, obesity. So you want to do anything and everything in your power to lower your cortisol levers, levels your stress levels, basically. And what helps proven to help? Meditation. As simple as it is, sitting for 15-20 minutes, uh, paying attention to uh, your body, to your breath, to your thoughts, not engaging with them, but just observing them, being an observer, not, you know, talking back to your thoughts, being outside of your head, kind of, uh, instead of inside those thoughts. So paying attention to your breathing while sitting, you know, doing that for 15-20 minutes a day. Uh, In the morning is the best time. Also, if you can do it twice a day in the morning and at night, it's even, you know, much, much better. Uh, But meditation helps to lower your cortisol levels. Uh, It helps to manage your blood sugar and your insulin levels. And uh, that uh, meditation uh, helps you also at the end of the day to build more lean body mass and burn more uh, fat for fuel, not uh, storing it all the time. So meditation is one, again, of the biggest weight loss tools that, that, uh, that, uh, you know, not talked much about. And a lot of people consider it unimportant when they're trying to lose weight and stressing themselves all the time. Um, I'm doing a 15 minutes of Tony Robbins priming. You can Google it and you can download it uh, for free. Tony Robbins priming. I'm doing that 15 minutes uh, at the beginning of my day. And then I'm doing 20 minute meditation at the end of my day when I just sit there or uh, lay in my bed if if I'm feeling especially tired. And I just listen to either nature music or some um, instrumental music, breathing, observing my breath, and just paying attention to music and my uh, bodily sensations. And that's how I end my day. So two meditations for me, what it is for you guys. Um, 
Another really important part of lowering down your cortisol and your insulin levels and assisting you uh, in better fuel distribution is sleep. Again, a lot of people underestimate it, but nowadays sleep is getting more and more publicity. So more and more people are talking about the importance of sleep when it comes to stress management, when it comes to your performance mental and physical during the day, and uh, when it comes to prevention of of different degenerative diseases, but also when it comes to weight loss again. And sleep is all about quality and quantity. So to have good night's sleep, proven practices are go to bed on the same schedule most of the days and going to bed early. The most important sleep is between 10 p.m. and um, somewhere around 3 a.m. That's the most important sleep. It doesn't mean that if you get that that you're getting everything. No, the um, quantity of sleep is also important, but you need to, if it's in your power, uh, then you gotta make it to bed from 10 p.m. Usually you wanna get to bed a little bit earlier to fall asleep by 10 p.m. So 10 p.m., 6 a.m., probably the best sleeping interval for health and weight loss. Uh, also make sure that you're sleeping in a cooler room, somewhere around uh, 18 uh, degrees Celsius. Um, you want to be sleeping in a room that is really dark and you cannot see even the fingers of your your, your own fingers uh, in when the lights are off. So that's how dark it's supposed to be. Uh, if you cannot uh, have blackout curtains or make it really dark in the room, another not perfect solution is having your eye mask that I use a lot when I'm in the environment when I, when I don't have blackout curtains. So that's another thing. It should also be relatively quiet in your room all the time. um, Because even when you're sleeping, sudden noise or something, uh, some noise out of the ordinary can interrupt your sleep. And you might not necessarily even remember waking up, but you will wake up and fall back to sleep. And that uh, also decreases the quality of your sleep. So uh, if I'm not in the environment where I'm sure most of the time it's quiet, then I usually use earplugs. And that's what I would suggest using to you. And another huge thing is, of course, screen time. No screen time, at least an hour before bed. Put your phone and your computer in night mode, uh, meaning some orange light, you know, no blue light emitting from your devices, but also try not to use any devices an hour before bed and read a book, spend time with your family and friends talking and just, you know, creating positive vibes uh, instead of uh, stressing out about some email on your phone or your computer. So sleep is huge. Again, if you're undersleeping, next day you're going to eat more and you won't even notice it. Just your hunger will be higher. And even though we think that what we eat, how much we eat is in our conscious awareness and we can make uh, conscious decisions about it, what studies prove and experience prove, uh, if you uh, compromise, if we compromise our hormones and our hunger hormones elevated like ghrelin, for example, we will eat more no matter what, like no matter how well we think we make decisions and how much willpower we have. If we compromise our hormones, 
we're gonna eat more and we're gonna gain gain fat so that's what you want to understand uh another thing for as a lifestyle factor of course you want to exercise and you want to move um and with exercise optimal for weight loss and fat loss is not too much not too little uh you want to have short intense workouts with weight or cardio, you know, high intensity interval training, uh, weights again, um, not like for two hours doing weight training, but 40, 45 minutes, the most, you know, intense training part. And the rest, you can, you know, do some stretching, do some recovery. If you want to, um, don't overtrain, recover enough, sleep enough, um, and be active throughout the day, you know, exercising for one hour um, a day is not an excuse to sit on your ass the rest of, I don't know, how, uh, however, like <laughs> many hours you are awake. Um, another thing, what I do, and I don't always talk about it, is feed breaks. So besides my workouts, uh, whenever I have to sit and work in my computer, on emails, on my client emails, uh, uh, what I do is every 30 minutes, I'm going to get up, uh, stand up. If I was sitting or if I was standing, working, I would just walk and change, you know, my position. Um, do a few stretches, do a few squats, a few push-ups, sit-ups, if I'm in the environment where I can do that. Or just, you know, um, stretch and do a few cough raises that you can do anywhere. Um, Stretch and touch the floor. Uh, Just do something every 30 minutes. Even scientists from NASA prove that that will give your cells and your mitochondria the needed boost to maintain your bone density, your muscle mass, also to decrease your insulin levels, to decrease and maintain stable blood sugar. So every 30 minutes, feet breaks. And then also to lower down your cortisol, to improve your um insulin sensitivity to uh, improve your health profile that will contribute to proper fuel distribution, social connections, uh, guys, having, you know, friends and family and connections that you are, uh, that you love, having people that you love around you and people that you trust and interact uh, regularly, that and meaningful work that uh, creates this feeling of purpose in your life. So social connections, meaningful work, um, a few other things, very important actually things that you want to consider to be the leanest, happiest, healthiest self. And even though they seem unrelated to your fat loss, everything is related because everything creates different hormones in your body and those hormones create different behaviors, different emotions that with no doubts, contribute to your fat loss or fat gain. And again, the final thought that we began with is fat gain, fat accumulation is not the problem of energy consumption. It's the problem of energy distribution in your body, basically meaning it doesn't matter really how much or what you eat, although that matters, of course, but uh, it matters what your body does with what you consume, what you eat, and that you can influence through your lifestyle choices and designing your uh, 
healthy environment properly. So that's it, guys, for today. Guys, for today, uh, if you have any questions, always feel feel free to shoot me email to Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Also on my website right now, Create Yourself That Today, there is a link in the main menu where you can click and go ahead and schedule free Skype Q and A call with me to better design your lifestyle, your nutrition, to be the fittest, the healthiest, the leanest, the most energetic and best performing self you can possibly be. So go ahead to create yourself that today, click on that link and schedule that Skype call if you're really serious about making progress. That's it for today. I love you all, guys. Thank you. For listening. Uh, stay tuned for more of science of fat loss and weight loss uh, in designing your uh, lifestyle tomorrow. And till next time, eat better daily.